to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, today I have two amazing guests, the Yerenas, and they're going to talk to us about their book and some awesome other things. So let's take a moment and I'll be right back with the Yerenas. Like I was saying, I am here with Christina and Javier Yerena, and they actually have a site called, which I love the name of it, by the way, Cafecito for Two. And they actually talk about relationships, not so much getting into a relationship, how to start a relationship, but healing and maintaining a relationship. And they also have an awesome book that we're going to get into. So, without further ado, guys, introduce yourself to my listeners. Hello, hello, everyone. We're so thrilled and honored to be here um, with Ms. Amazing Coupon Queen Pin. Um, we're so happy to just really just share our testimony and our story. Um, I'm Christina. I'll let my husband introduce himself, but. Um, we are um, authors, co-authors, which is a trip, writing a book with your husband, let me tell you, but thank you, Jesus, we got through it, and we have um, a lot of lessons to share. Um, it's called Boundless Love, Healing Your Marriage Before It Begins, and so much of our journey, to be honest, is about our own self-discovery and putting faith in the center of our relationship and we had to be brought down to our knees it wasn't a natural it wasn't a natural coincidence it was definitely something um, that we got to through our own prayer and discernment and that's really why we're just so psyched to be here and to share our story with you and everyone else yes and and thank you for having us here and thank you for everyone who's listening uh i hope we had value to the listeners out there and value and value to, to your uh, podcast. Um, and one thing, since Christina mentioned that writing a book with your significant <laughs> other was an accomplishment, I always uh, suggest couples to write a book together. <laughs> I, think, I think it will definitely enhance your relationship with each other. Woo! I said it was a trip, but yes, it was definitely an accomplishment. But yes, we are so happy to be with you today. Okay. So, okay. When I read your bio, I was actually a little bit shocked. And the reason I was shocked was because, you know, you hear all these relationship experts and everything's all perfect and everything's all perfect mm. and everything's all great. And it's almost like, yeah, we're here and one day you'll get here too. And it's like, mm. okay. But you guys were on the verge of divorce. Like this is some realness. I mean, if you don't mind me saying. Oh yeah. And I mean, it takes, <clears throat> it takes a lot to be that transparent and that honest with people you don't know. So 
honestly, what made you say, okay, you know, we're not just going to call it quits. We're going to work this and, you know, we're, we're going to see what we can do. Because I, I think a lot of times most people get to that point and some people do come back, but mm -hmm. a lot of people usually go, uh, you know what, that's it. I, and and I, I hate the term irreconcilable differences, mm. but it's like, so there was absolutely no fix. There, there was nothing, you know. So what, what made you guys say, okay, you know what, we've got to fix this? Yes, I, I think we. There, there's two things. What the, the book, the book was born out of um, asking questions and, and, and asking questions in our relationship. And because Christina and I, we were, we are still, we have another ministry that we serve and we facilitate pre-marriage retreats. And we realized that how can we make couples taking this retreat uh, be more aware of the challenges and the stretches of marriage. And we felt that we needed to really expose our testimony out there mm -hmm. uh, because we, we look we look very cute uh, <laughs> in camera and pictures and people say, God, you're a cute couple. But we tell everyone that we have a, a weekly meltdown. Uh, <laughs> daily. <depending>. Daily. <laughs> During pandemic, it's Wait, daily. So, weekly meltdown? Yeah. A weekly mel meltdown. <laughs> and, and we wanted to be, we wanted to be very honest about our relationship, really expose things. And another thing is we, always wanted to welcome couples into bringing God into their center of their relationship and really healing themselves through prayer and worship and, and, and reading, reading the Bible. So that was the, the motive. And out of that, we founded Boundless Love, which is a nonprofit ministry as well, carrying the same message. Yeah, I, I want to speak because I totally get what you're saying around like when you hear your irreconcilable differences or you hear about a couple splitting up and it's it's really harsh, right? It's shocking. It's it's heartbreaking um, and it's common. And I think for us, we hit bottom. Um, I was suffering from anxiety and depression um, after um, the birth of our second daughter, uh, I had undiagnosed postpartum depression and, and even though I'm a social worker, um, you know, I definitely was, you know, and am still, I mean, this is still an ongoing issue, but a wounded healer, right? You can, you can help others and not always know what's going on with you. And so I think that seeped into my marriage, obviously. And so I wasn't, um, as available to my relationship to my husband at that point and i think there's a series of events and hardships um and i think that's what is so tough in marriage sometimes is that it's cumulative struggle right like it's not always that one thing but over time it wears you down and and so what we we had a break you know we call it a breakthrough right from our breakdown and it was really about what did we have to do to, to find that middle ground? And it was going to Christ, going to our faith, which was really the backbone and, and, and we're believers. So that was a huge part of our, our relationship and is, you know, a part, a foundation of our marriage. Um, so we had to get acquainted, acquainted with God and in a new level in a new way. And I think 
that is what we credit as really saving us. And so, you know, the book is a testimony. And I also strongly believe, and I know Javi does too, we're on the same page with this, is that, you know, it's really easy to think everything's perfect on the outside in Instagram, Facebook, right? Social right. media culture. Um, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors and we all fall for it. But I think, um, and that's human. There's, you know, that's, that's part of who we are, but I think it's more powerful and healing for everyone involved to tell the truth and, and to share that there's a lot of victories and there's miraculous healing. I mean, what happens for us and that we're actually here where we are now, that is a total miracle and an act of God. But to get there was, was really, really difficult. And our, egos were worn down. We had to make sacrifices and get humble and, um, and it was not easy. And so I think it's really important that people, you know, are okay to hear that and to talk about that so they can feel like they're not alone if that's the state that their marriage is in. Wow. Okay. So I want to go back to something you said, Christina, which, sure. um, you being a social worker and having to listen to people every day and being able to heal other people. And I think that is what a lot of people don't understand is sometimes you can heal other people, have healing for other people, but you can't see it in yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think that's really, you know, a lot of times, how did you, and, and, and this is specifically for you and maybe Javi can answer on this, but how did you realize to say, okay, you know what? Um, it's time, it's time for me to work on me. Mm. When, when did you say, okay, you know what? There, there's something not right here and I am not bringing my best self to me. I'm not bringing my best self to my marriage and I'm not bringing my best self to my family. Yeah, that's an awesome question. Um, that's like your own come to Jesus moment, right? It's like, hello, self, like what's going on, right? And um, I, <laughs> I think um, there was a key turning point in the breakdown when we were in crisis mode and Javi and I were on the phone. At, the, at that time in our marriage, he was traveling 50% for work. So he was out of the home. You know, we had a three-year-old and an almost one-year-old and he was out of the home 50% and I was working full time and, um, it was pretty crazy, but we were all also in the midst of this crisis. And he called me, um, and we were just trying, you know, it was like day by day, just trying to get through, like, what are we talking about today? Like what bare necessities can we, you know, navigate because we, we weren't even physically on the same country. And he asked me really clearly in this one evening, I'll never forget. He said, do you still love me? And I, like my whole body said, my whole mind, soul, body was like, yes. And I really just went to God that night and prayed. And I realized that was what I needed to, to let fuel me. And I, I hope that doesn't sound overly simplistic or corny, as my you kids know, would say. It doesn't at all. It doesn't at all. But you know the funny thing? And I honestly have to say, thank you, Javier, for asking that question. And, and the reason I say that, no, okay, th there is a reason that I'm, I'm going to say this because actually I want to get to something else that you said, Christina. Sure. And a lot of times we as women, and you know we do, we ask questions and then our significant other is like, is that a trick question? How do I answer that? <laughs> what, what, wait, okay, 
So it's like, no, I don't want to tell her that that looks unflattering. Am I okay? So they're sitting there and you know, something's wrong. They want to say something. And it's like, well, is that a trick question? It's like, oh gosh. And I believe part of that also goes again, like what you said to ego, where right. in other words, how do we get our egos out of the way when it comes to our relationships? Mm-hmm. So when did you guys realize that ego was really being, it was becoming a problem? Yeah. So for me, there was a, a moment where I, and I talk about it in the book about childhood, childhood uh, wombs. So I, I had a, I think I still have, I don't think you, you move away from angry management. You just, you just uh, become more aware of how to control your anger. Right. So I came from that. I had a lot of childhood wounds, uh, very dark childhood. And I had a moment in, in where I destroy, uh, uh, you know, my property at home. And there was a moment where I thought that pretty much, you know, the cops were going to arrest me on the spot for some reason. God only knows that didn't happen. I I felt that I was going to get arrested for sure. There was like, I thought it was the end of, of the, this is the end for me. And then that's when it, it, it triggered that I needed to heal myself because the destruction that I did internally and externally was just, it makes you aware. What Christina was talking about, there's one incident that happened and that's not in the book, so we throw in a bonus. It's, uh, we, Wait, hold on, we, hold on, guys. You better listen to this because even yeah. in the book, it is so not were, there. It is not in the book. So, so there was uh, um, we used to for some reason we used the same email server, and for some reason I I was getting a bit um, concerned after we decided to take some time sometime apart and I was traveling as well and I happened to tap into her email so she was uh, initiating conversations with a lawyer and, and also getting a restraint order and that moment that's when I think answering your question you kind of swallow your ego and you say well I am broken I have done wrong I haven't paid attention to my childhood wounds I haven't being paying attention to my behavior and my anger. And that's when I asked that question to Christina. I said, listen, if, if you still love me, then I'm willing to go through whatever it takes to save my marriage. Obviously, if you don't love me, then it's a different story. But I knew in my heart that I needed to put those things aside and do the best I can to heal myself first in order to, to, to make that happen. I wasn't angry. I think other people might say, wow, you find out about all those emails and you were not angry. I wasn't angry. I was surprised. But at the same time, I'm thinking, well, Javier, if you were in the other side, what would you do? And I'll probably do the same thing. So I, that's how I kind of put my ego uh, on the side. And I think also thinking, thinking that we all broken. I think we all broken. We right. all go through. We mm-hmm. all go through a lot of hardships growing up, mm-hmm. 
And we need to take care of that. We need to really look back and heal and reflect and take the best out of it and really think, okay, how, if I don't take care of this, what's going to happen is it's going to eventually come alive mm-hmm. in your marriage. And right. that's what happened to us. Wow. So right now I have a better sense of what's happening with me internally. And I tell her, I say, Hey, I, <laughs> I'm angry today. <laughs> There's something going on. Like today I'm like, I'm, I'm frustrated. And, and we talk about it and it has nothing to do with her. Right. Yeah, and I just want to add to the other piece of this, which I think is really key, is that, you know, I'm not a victim. It's not, it's a 50-50, right? I mean, or I, it's hard to even divide it or quantify it, but... I always I'm, say it's 100-100. Exactly, or yeah, even above that, right? Exactly, thank you. Um, is that I just went on autopilot, and I totally empathize with people when they get into a circumstance of crisis in their marriage and it's kind of like you just get on the divorce train and you don't even realize like it's taken off. Do you know what I'm saying? So I am a very decisive or action oriented person. And I also know the system very well because of my profession. So I could just initiate things and then it was like, I had no awareness. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't looking, right, right. right? I was unconscious and no one except my brother-in-law, Javier's brother, you know, really in that moment. And I'm grateful. And I believe God was speaking through him said to me, you just need to slow down. And he said, you both need to slow down. And I think um, that is good advice for any sort of conflict, right? Is to be present, breathe, slow down. Because a lot of times when we go to fight or flight or that total threatened, painful, wounded place, we don't always act in the best intentions of ourselves, and certainly not of our marriage. And that's why God and our faith healed us because we could not fix it with our human minds. We could not we couldn't do it. We had to go to our faith to heal ourselves. There was just no way. Understandable. Now, I want to go back to something you said, Javi, which was um, that you saw what she was writing. And instead of just reacting, you realized that you had to put everything aside. And I've noticed, and I've noticed sometimes even in myself, I have to be honest, um, that sometimes we see something that the other person is doing and it's like instant react. We're, 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 we're on it. Like, okay, well, you came for me, so now I have to retaliate. And what really made you at that point say, okay, I'm take, I, I have to take this moment and, and assess this before I speak to her. That, yeah, that moment for me is, is in the Bible. God said, be still. And, and that's what I decided to do. I decided to be with God and, and let God really take. I, yeah, I was angry. I saw that and I was angry. I was frustrated. And, and I think being with him and saying, well, you can be angry and you can win this battle. You can win this fight, but are you, do you win this battle and, and really 
do this to yourself and do do this to your marriage so i think i had that that question i also want to address that i grew up with with a father that it was very machista and philosophy right i, I grew up with yeah. a father i grew yeah. up with a, I grew up with a father that I, you know, my mother, my mother passed away when I was two, but I hear stories of my mother giving him the uh, sleepers when he came home, the newspaper, having his clothes ready, everything ready, serving him, picking up after he's done. So it's a very uh, machista mentality. And when you read the Bible, Christ is not asking us to do that christ is asking us to do the opposite to really worship your relationship with your wife and bring her to the highest level ever and basically you know christ is saying love your love yourself the same way you know love your neighbor the same way you love in yourself right so so really thinking about that and it really taught me how broken i was and how my narrative of having a successful relationship is it was it literally it was the wrong path that i was taking so i needed to really say hey i, I need to change and this is going to be like like a home that uh, you know I, you one of those homes that you got her that you literally restart from the beginning and that's how i started my journey and until now i think we're still mm-hmm. building up our marriages and 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 moving forward with that. So we, yeah, we, I don't think we are fully. Oh no, 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 not no. at all. I think we, oh, it's, no, it's, no, it's no. a work in progress, but at the same time, we want to welcome couples into the dialogue and, and really right. share it. Yeah, sharing. Well, and it's also, you know, it's making peace. This is a lifetime commitment, right? So I'm not saying that, you know, um, I'm not trying to be like offhanded when I say that and say, well, you know, we got our whole lives. It's more around, you know, this is going to take work and we're going to have ups and downs and you're in it for the long haul. And I really see as this, you know, crisis in our marriage was really this huge milestone of maturity as spiritual maturity, emotional maturity. Um, I know personally, I took a lot more responsibility for communicating um, being more proactive, um, really owning my own, um, perhaps passive aggression, you know, just miscommunication, expecting Javi to read my mind or, you know, you, we are a bicultural couple. We come from very different backgrounds. We come from very different families of origin. Um, you know, I'm a white girl from the Midwest, from a very segregated like neighborhood, you know, is very in a bubble, right? And I've definitely tested that in my life. I've gone beyond that. But, you know, you still are programmed and react to what you know, and you have to constantly question yourself, right? And I think this was this huge kind of cathartic moment of like, whoa, what what expectations do I have of my spouse? Like, and what am I putting on this person? And what do I need to take on for myself? Like, what is my responsibility in this? And so I feel like we grew up a lot um, and we're still growing. It's never ending. And, and I think I'm just so thankful that we stuck it out. And that's what I want to impart to other couples is that when you do have several years right under your belt, and even if they were difficult, it's still, it still can serve you as a foundation. Do you know what I mean? 
Exactly, exactly. I, I love this. I, I still love this. And I'll be very honest, I am the child of a, bi, a bicultural couple. So <laughs> I, oh, you get I totally, it. I totally get it. I totally get it. I get the whole, you know, my dad's, you know, arguing in Spanish and my mom doesn't think that her Spanish is good enough. So she's just answering in English. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah i get it yeah we just argue i argue in english and javi argues in spanish so we just don't you know lose our power position right because it's yeah, like you gotta yeah, go I with the really best vocab <laughs> i think that's really really what it is so let's get on to the book oh my gosh when i saw this book i was like what okay <laughs> so i was i was like Honestly, when, when, when I spoke to you before, I told you, you know, I was just floored by the name of this book, which is Healing Before Your, before your Marriage Begins. So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, like I said, you know, we always hear, you know, what it takes to get to the altar. And then we hear what it takes to get out of a breakdown, but we don't really ever hear hey, these are the keys that are going to help you maintain what you get after you say, I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think what we have, you know, we have worked with more than a thousand um, couples in our ministry in terms of just prepping, um, you know, couples young, usually young, but all different ages, right, for marriage. And um all the data says obviously right like if you as you can tell guys we are not finished with this interview they were dropping too many gems and i just need so that you can grasp everything all of their information for right now is still in the show notes but make sure that you tune in for part two so you don't miss anything that will be our next episode. But guys, as always, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen pin. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate her podcast.